on a Monday night on the 10th of December, and right now what we have here is we have our special guest, Sun Pen, on the line. How are you doing, Sun? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing good. I'm just watching an embarrassment by the Houston Texans tonight in Monday Night Football. It looks like the Texans just lost the Patriots uh, 42-14, a uh, an all-out domination by New England. Uh, did you see this coming? I don't know, but I'm never surprised when the Patriots blow somebody out. They're really good really? offense. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's roll over an opponent, oh, no matter how good they are. Oh, I haven't been to her, what, 11-1, and one, possibly the best team in the NFL. Great comeback wins past few weeks, dominating wins against lesser opponents. You know, a lot of people were expecting this to be a pretty close matchup. Turns out uh, they did not come to play. No, you know, they're just more... Oh, are they? Yeah, they don't really run the ball that well. If you look at their, like, stats, that's um, like advanced rushing stats. But they do have the the league's touchdown leader in uh, Arian Foster. Yeah, that's true. So who's their second wide receiver? Yeah, Ken Walter. <laughs> Ken, exactly. Um, yeah, so they they throw the ball to Andre Johnson and their tight ends, tight ends, but that's about it. So you were pretty so, much, you did not think. That. No, I think they're a good team. I just don't think that, What? like I said, I'm just not surprised when the Patriots beat up on the team. I mean, they're pretty well coached. They're, they always have a good offense. Now, what does this mean for the Texans moving forward? That doesn't mean anything. It's another loss. They lost to Packers by a lot, didn't they? And then the next week they beat the Ravens. I mean, that's, and that was their only loss. So it just shows, like, you know, sometimes they just get blown out or maybe they, they quit. I don't know. Who knows? Just, it's just one game. Uh, They're still one of the best right. teams in the AFC, so. Uh, you don't think, think this uh, means anything? No, 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 I don't think it has any, like, lingering effects. Except that maybe if they, if they play the Patriots in the postseason, that they'll, they'll probably lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which they might. Uh, they'll probably yeah. enter the uh, playoffs as a one and two seed. Um, so, you don't think the Broncos? The Broncos will probably win out. If they win out, they get the two they, Well, they have, the, uh, they have an easier schedule, but the Patriots are on the tiebreaker. Oh, well, well, what if they just lose the 49ers? Oh, well, then, yeah. <laughs> then three games left. It, uh, they both have pretty much won out, but if they end up tied, Patriots own tiebreaker. So, you know, we'll see what happens okay. there. Broncos got a very easy schedule, though, so. Well, they play the Ravens, I think. Yeah, they'll play the Ravens next weekend. If they win that game, then I think they'll probably win out. Yeah, so, yeah, it looks, looks like that's uh, how the AFC is shaping up. Now, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the NFC here. Uh, looks like, looks like everybody's making a big deal about RG3 and, uh, his busted knee. Do you think the Redskins have any chance to make the playoffs? Yeah, I think they have a really good chance. 
He just has a sprained knee. Uh-huh. Did they, they, they say how long he's going to be out? You know, he's questionable for this week. They haven't decided whether or not he's going to play. So he might play. Yeah. I think the yeah, yeah yeah I think the Redskins have a good chance of making it. What are, what, are, what other teams are going to make it? Cowboys. Oh, well, I guess the Cowboys. Well, they have to win out the uh, NFC East because they have the they have the Bears, Packers, and the uh, looking for a playoff spot. So. No, let's actually look at what's going on in the uh, NFL. I think they played the Cowboys yeah. the last game of the season. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, maybe they, they they might not make the playoffs. They get the Packers and the Bears, they're probably going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're only one game out of the NFC, so basically, and they do own the tiebreaker against the uh, Giants. So... It looks like there is one more playoff spot open, and it could either go to Seattle, Chicago, Washington, or Dallas. That's there you go. Yeah, there's a lot of good teams in the NFC. Now, what do you think about the Patriots? Are they, uh... Oh, are they time with the Patriots again? Oh, yeah. Wait, I don't what? think we finished. I don't think we finished. Uh... <laughs> you said we're going to the NFC. <laughs> oh, we got to move back. You know, I don't... We're going back to the NFC. We're going back to the NFC. Now, are they... Are they uh, looking like the best team in the AFC right now? Uh, yeah, I think they're the best team. Well, after they beat, I thought the Texans were probably the best team. So I would say I'd say the Patriots are the best team. I don't think there are any other. The Broncos maybe, but I don't think there's any other team that would be close to the Patriots. Really? Even any? Yeah. Well, what other teams would be Texans? They just beat the Texans. Broncos. Yeah, Denver. They they beat the Broncos. But that was when uh, Peyton Manning wasn't Peyton Manning yet. They won eight in a row. The Broncos have won eight in a row. So, I would say that they're better than they're, they're better than the Broncos, and they're they just show they're they can beat the Texans pretty badly. So I would say yeah, the Patriots are the best team in the FC right now. I don't think there's any other question, any other choice about it. Alright, looks like uh looks like Patriots cruising back to a Super Bowl versus the Giants. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> might make look like Giants. It looks it like looks it. What it looks like. Looks like it. Oh. Um it looks like those big stories today in today's NFL. Next week there's plenty of big games going on. Uh, probably the biggest game of the week would be New England versus San Francisco in a Sunday night matchup. you have a prediction yet for that game? Where are they playing in New England? They're playing in Foxborough, right? Yeah, they'll be playing in New England. I think they'll win then. I think the Patriots will win that game Sunday night. 
Yeah, why? Uh, let's say the Patriots go up two touchdowns, maybe even 17 points. I don't think the 49ers can come back. Oh, even with uh, Colin Kaepernick? Yeah, I think he's only making his fourth or fifth start. So. He's just saying too, the, experience. Uh, too inexperienced. Too inexperienced. Too inexperienced. Will BD Niners downfall? Yeah, and Bill Belichick, he'll, he'll be ready for this uh, second year quarterback. You know. Yeah, he has a lot of stuff, problems. Yeah, so. The Patriots do have problems with running quarterbacks. Well,. I think they'll be fine. Jake Locker, they took care of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they only have trouble against Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think. Menaces. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Eli Manning, the best yeah. quarterback of all time. <laughs> Some say the greatest yeah. of all time. Eli. Yeah. <laughs> Eli Manning. So, yeah, what do you think? Who do you think is going to win that game? Oh, you know, after tonight's uh, beat down, you know, Patriots look very good. And I don't think the Niners look very good against the Dolphins. So, <laughs> it looks it looks like this line's going to move to maybe a <laughs> Patriots by four or Patriots by six. Six? Uh, yeah, probably six points. Um, yeah, so doesn't look good. Doesn't look good for these uh, Niners, but they might. Niners might not even make the playoffs if they lose next week. Yeah, you're right. Out. No, I think they'll win. I think. I mean, I think they'll make the playoffs. Uh, they'll make it as a wild card. I think they only got three losses. Uh, yeah, true. But looks like if they lose, you know, they have to play Seattle at home at Seattle. So now, Okay, so they might have five losses. Yeah, so there might be uh, ten, five, and one. While well, Seattle has a good chance of being eleven and five. Well, that tie really killed them. Oh yeah. So um, we're looking yeah, at well, playoff picture. Yeah, the Seahawks might win the division, but they the Four Niners will still make the playoffs. I think. Yeah, I think I think they you know, I actually think they'll win the division because I think they can beat Seattle. I think they're uh I think there's just too much Seattle hype after that fifty nine point weapon against the uh, worst team in the league, the Arizona Cardinals. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And what they have eight turnovers? <laughs> uh but you know, it you'd stop counting at some point. But it does not look good. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if they're going to play any more games after this. Uh, <laughs> when they show up next week, maybe. Uh, what is that? You think quarterback? You think Ken wasn't hunt fired? Um, you know, it doesn't look good after uh, nine losses in a row. Uh, most of them by uh, at least uh, 20 points, along with this uh, crazy quarterback controversy that he's starting, which... Makes the way he's handled it is just a disaster, complete disaster. Now he's handled this quarterback situation. Uh, <laughs> so he's a good coach, but 
What a disaster. Um, I think they're going to start actually. They're one of the teams that beat the Patriots this year. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And they also beat them. They're the only team to beat, I think, the Patriots at home. Yeah. So. <laughs> it looks kind of like I think Larry Fitzgerald is actually going to start at quarterback next week. That's I think that's what they're going to try to do. At what quarterback? Yeah, he's going to start at quarterback. I think I think they're trying something new. Play the something new. Yeah, <laughs> this is not working. Clearly, this is a disaster. Why would why wouldn't they sign John Beck or something? <laughs> uh, Max Hall? <laughs> Max Hall the co- Max Hall's a coach, I think, at BYU. Yeah, he's a coach at BYU. I think he's still playing better than these guys. <laughs> oh, John Beck Ryan started. Lindley. John Beck started like ten games. No wins, but still. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, speaking of disasters. I think there's, uh, there's another yeah, team that's headed south. Yeah. They're pretty. Yeah. What? Yeah. Tough, tough. Tough for these guys. But uh, speaking of disasters, you know, uh, I think the NBA big disaster is a uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, three games under 500. Um, but no end in sight in the struggle. <laughs> you you so, think uh, they make the playoffs this year? Yeah, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. <laughs> There's nothing that can fix this team. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think Steve Nash is coming back is going to help at all. Um, he, he doesn't play defense. And he also he is young. Yeah. Their biggest problem is defense. And, they, and Kobe cannot guard anybody anymore. Although, I think on Time Warner, the guy said Kobe's perimeter defenders in the league still. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if he tries, uh, which is about three times a game, and and... <laughs> And he just lets everybody in. It's it's definitely a disaster, especially with the coaching philosophy behind it. You have Mike D'Antoni who wants to run. Um, unfortunately, that just leaves the other team running on them. Uh, last night, the Lakers uh, surrendered 19 fast break points uh, as opposed to their four that they had themselves. So I don't think this up-tempo style is really in, in favor of the Lakers right now. No, they're an old team. They don't have anybody who can run. They, and they can't. They don't have anybody who can finish at the rim on a fast break. If Kobe gets ahead oh. on a one-on-one, it's going to be either a, a post-up to a pull-up. That's probably what it's going to be, actually. A post-up to a pull-up or a, a foul or a contact and no foul, something like that. But nobody finishes at the rim. Nobody. Except Dwight Howard. But he he can't run that fast every single time down the court. And he's played center, so yeah, it's it's a big big disaster. No end sight, no end in sight. 
you cannot fire another coach. So Jackson <laughs> will not come back after being woken up in the middle of the night. <laughs> we called that he cannot coach the team. Um, there's uh looks like you know Phil Jackson might come back if you know one of his conditions is Jimmy Buss is fired. That would never happen. <laughs> oh, I know, I did, but I think Phil Jackson would come back if that happened. Uh, you know, maybe. <laughs> oh, if, or <laughs> if like, hope. or if like he says, Genie Bus is head of Lakers operations. He says then I'll come back. I think he'll come back. But you know, that's uh, yeah. that's not happening, of course. But I think it's possible. Right. Unless he suffers some type of mystery illness, uh, goes on leave for vacation, uh, for extended amount of time. <laughs> but no, it's not happening. Not happening. Jer- Jimmy Buss looks like we'll just run the franchise into the ground with no end in sight. Team with a $100 million payroll, three games under 500. Supposed four Hall of Famers. A definite, definite disaster. Oh, it's, a, it's a big disaster. It reminds me of. It actually reminds me of the Knicks <laughs> oh, yeah. when they had a when they had a high payroll, uh, high coach, high paid coaches, high profile coaches, and uh, no, multiple multiple consecutive seasons under five hundred. <laughs> I wonder what the connection is. You know, I, you yeah, well, those teams, also, those teams also had Isaiah Thomas and Larry Brown as coaches too. But and Mike D'Antoni was another one. But yeah, Mike D'Antoni. You know, also you just have two uh, two sons of uh, former own uh, former owners controlling the team. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it, yeah. It all starts at the top. Um, this this would just be a hundred million dollars disaster next few seasons. Uh, it doesn't look like anybody wants Pal, and and, and uh, if you think trading for Bagnani will solve everything, you think Gasol doesn't play defense or is too soft? Just wait till Bagnani gets on the team. <laughs> oh, I think Bagnani can average more than six rebounds a game. <laughs> no way. He's too soft. He's way too no. soft. And he can't finish at the rim either. And he's a three-point shooter. If you look at his stats, he's pretty average. Oh yeah, he's you know he's not he's not the answer. Um, Josh Smith, he is not the answer. Um, yeah, there are no answers in sight other than what we have and. You don't like think uh, Kevin be angry? Kevin Love, uh, Ricky Rubio for Pau Gasol is not going to work. <laughs> you know, um, I heard that was a, I, you know, I heard, <laughs> I, think, I heard that was a rumor going around, but um, I don't think Jimmy Buss does it for some reason. <laughs> I think the offer was the one. I think Jimmy Buss uh, turned it down. Actually, didn't think, yeah. didn't think it was a pop. <laughs> I think a Laker fan thought that one up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it, it just it wasn't enough for Jimmy Buss. He turned it down actually, and uh, you know he said he wanted to go with uh, what we have. <laughs> yeah. 
Because do you think not. do you think Mike you think Mike Brown if he had been coaching the whole time would have a record? Uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Um, you know, I think I think Mike Brown actually understood what this team needed. <laughs> um, he actually understood that this team cannot run. So he said, you know what, let's just slow the game down and and see what we do. Just uh, it's just really muck things up down low all day. Um, yeah, that wasn't too yeah. bad. They were winning. Yeah, they won a lot of games last year. Actually, they're like yeah. the second, the third seed. Yeah, they had a good record. Um, I think Brady Bickerstaff did the best job out of that. Everybody just got out of the way and let these players play. Four and one. You yeah. can't beat that. <laughs> no, you can't beat that. Bernie Bickerstaff needs to come back. I, I he's a he's a coaching genius. Just let these guys play. I. When you have four Hall of Famers, uh, how much coaching do you really need to do? Well, so wasn't Dan Tony's record four, four and seven? Um, Is that right? Yeah, four and seven. Uh, they've lost the last seven of ten games. They, That's um, so bad. Yeah. That's bad. You know, on the bright side, though, their point differential is a plus three. Uh, <laughs> just... Um, the silver <laughs> lining. Well, there was one year in 2002-2003 season, didn't they go, uh, or 11-19? Yeah, they were 11-19 at one point. And they won, but they won 50 games that year. They were, yeah, then they ended up being 50-32. and 32. Uh, the, big, the big reason was uh, Mark Madsen, if you remember Mark Madsen, uh, Going into the starting lineup, considered the worst player of all, uh, worst player at the time in the league in uh, NBA rankings. Entered the starting lineup and they ended up winning a bunch of games afterwards. But I don't know if Mark Madsen's coming back, and I don't think there's another guy out there I quite like him. Sure Mark Madsen did have a memorable yeah. game this year. He had yeah, KG in his MVP year. <laughs> oh man! Uh, are, are you serious? Have you seen Robert Zachary? Oh, uh, you know this guy is, this guy is taking this guy is taking bench cheerleading to another level. Every single play he, that happens, every single dunk or crazy shot. He stands up and starts doing punches and karate chops and kicks. <laughs> uh, I think he's my favorite part of the Lakers season so far, actually. He, he's for sure. Oh. oh, for sure. He's my favorite part. <laughs> this guy's uh just has six guns all the time, just shooting <laughs> shooting multiple rounds after every play. <laughs> oh, every play uh, he's, he's jumping up and down, he's punching stuff. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm I'm just glad he's on the team. He's, you know, we really need something like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm glad he got called up from the D League. <laughs> yeah, he's a really fun guy. Gosh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he'd be really great if we were winning. You know, I mean, I'm just surprised he's keeping his energy up during this. You know, oh, did you see last last night when Duhon hit that three? To, Cut the lead at ten with like three minutes to go. Yeah, I mean he went nuts. 
<laughs> and they're they're gonna kill the whole game, <laughs> and they're only couple lead to ten. <laughs> oh, you should watch that if you can. It just goes nuts. I mean, it's too funny. <laughs> no, Robert Zachary, he's too fun. I, I wow. think he's on the team the whole year. Yeah. The silver lining. Silver lining. Is he, is he a foreigner? I mean, why does he act like yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he's a... Yeah, he is not an American, for sure. <laughs> Let's see, I think he's from... Okay, I'm looking it up. He's uh, born in Louisiana. And then he, he grew up in... He actually grew up in... Vancouver, British Columbia, so. Uh, yeah. Canadian folks. A lot of his Canadian, yeah. That, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he just has his enthusiasm. Uh, his PER rating is actually a negative 4.5, but, um, his enthusiasm's, uh, 38. <laughs> oh, he's gotta be the best, he's gotta be the best transformer guy, cheer, cheerleader on, the, on uh, any team. I haven't, I haven't seen all. I haven't seen all of them, but he goes nuts. He just goes nuts. First quarter to fourth quarter. <laughs> he, he doesn't take a playoff. Yeah, my favorite part is when the uh, the other players on the bench are just sitting there, and he's going crazy. And then after he's done dancing, he has to he has to look back at the chair and realize everyone's just staring at him like he's nuts. He, yeah, he and he has care. to sit back down. <laughs> oh, he comes up to the court and cheers. <laughs> I've seen him, I've seen him so many times. This big, giant, tall guy just stand up and start punching stuff. <laughs> uh, 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 by far, my favorite part of the season so far, I think. <laughs> well, well, hopefully things turn around. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see once Gasol and Nash comes back, and and uh, and then we'll have something new to blame. <laughs> something new to blame. Yeah, they uh, still can't play defense, but yeah. Well, Gasol is a plus plus defender, I think. All in yeah, all, he, re- he re- But you know, and Antoine Jameson might be the worst starting power forward in the league defensively. He's pretty bad. Right, he's. I don't think he's gonna get very minutes after uh, Jordan Hill's starting to show some life, and and I think Denton is just gonna have to play Jordan Hill. He has no choice. He has no choice. He has to play Jordan Hill. Jordan Hill's productive. Yeah, and, and he can make an outside shot too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what Denton does. I think Denton might just sit him down next game just to see what happens. <laughs> My guess is uh he's four minutes next game, uh for some reason Antoni uh just doesn't like the like what he looks I don't know. I just don't know what what's going on anywhere with the team. But you know I'm not that excited yeah, no. to watch games anymore. I tell you something right now, but that Dennis Cantor, that guy's strong. He's really strong. He is definitely a laser killer. Um, always plays well against the Lakers and maybe Jazz. They have they have like they have Lakers number four in a row against the Lakers right now. Yeah, they they've got too many bigs to throw at them. 
Paul Millsap and his cancer. Derek Favors didn't even play. Al Jefferson. He did? Yeah, I guess, uh, well, you know, when you have talent, <laughs> talent's going to win. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Well, we'll see what happens. Lakers coming off this week. They have a four-game road trip against uh, two teams with winning records, two teams with losing records. Uh, what do you think is going to happen uh, record-wise? Well, what's coming to the teams? Do you know what the, who the teams are? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and check it. Okay. So they play the Cavs next, right? Uh, yeah, it looks like they play the 4-17 uh, Keith Lee and Cavaliers. They play the uh, Eastern Conference leading New York and Knickerbockers. And then afterwards, they got a they got against a team that won, I think, one or two games this year. Washington Wizards. And then uh, they Wizards finished off the road wins and they finish off uh, the road trip at Philadelphia against the undermanned Philadelphia team. No Andrew Bynum. Probably out for the year. But I think I think it looks like Lakers this road trip. The Wizards did beat the Heat though. In Miami. They did. They did. They did. Um, they've also they also started season 0-11. But I'm not sure if they're ready. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's beat the Lakers. Uh, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland uh, lost. Uh, Cleveland wins. I'm not surprised by any of this. I I could see the Lakers losing every single game this season. Uh, I'm about to throw in the towel. I, I don't know. I'm waiting for Steve Nash to come back. Is Kyrie That's all my only hope. Is Kyrie Irving still hurt? I think he is. Thank you. So, uh, he is going to, he's expected to play against the Lakers. Oh, he is? Oh, but I yeah. think the Lakers will probably lose that game then. They'll, they might beat the Knicks. I like them against the Knicks, actually. They will, yeah. The Lakers are a team that they always do well against. You never expect it. I was like, I say, so here's my prediction. Lose, lose to the Cavs, beat the Knicks, lose to the Wizards, and then let's see, Sixers. I say they they lose to the Sixers. I think they go one and three on the short trip. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Lakers currently have two road wins in the season. I think uh, the expectation is one. <laughs> so I think they beat the Cavs, and I think. Uh, it's just a disaster on Thursday with uh, Charles Barkley at the end of the game, just just uh, <laughs> just uh, trashing on. I think Mike D'Antoni for a good uh, 45 minutes. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, I, I'm curious um, who Barkley's going to trash on. Probably, I'm going to say he's going to trash on D'Antoni, and Shaq will trash on Dwight Howard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's a lock. It's almost Win a lock, I think. <laughs> Win or lose, I think Sha- I think Shaq might even go after Dan Tony. <laughs> Shaq might go after Dan Tony. 
uh, did not get along. Um, they played with each other. So. Right. Yeah. He had a lot of he had a lot of enemies. He made a lot of enemies. Yeah. 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 Totally yeah. <laughs> then the Lakers come home to play the Bobcats too. You know, Tyson Laster uh, have always played them, always beat them, always played them tough for some reason. Oh, for the past ten uh, years. The Bobcats, you know, yeah. so the Lakers might lose to the Bobcats. They'll lose to the Warriors the next game. Then they play the Knicks again. And then the Nuggets. I think the, they might be the Nuggets. Uh, you know, yeah, so yeah. I see how these next eight games. I think the Lakers will probably only win two. Wow, wow. Um, you can't fire a coach again. I'm, you know. Can they fire another coach? If they, lose, they if, they, if, they, if they lose eight of the next, or six of the next eight, what, what, what do you think will happen? That's when he keeps his job? <laughs> I, it's, you know, you don't know. I think I think they're just going to shut down everybody for the season and Dwight Howard can leave. Which, um, at this point, do you even want to keep him? No. You, you know... You don't need him anymore. He just misses too many free throws. Uh, this is an embarrassment. What's the benefit of going Howard right now? Their defense stinks. <laughs> uh, not good defense. Um, yeah, Dwight Howard can't guard four people. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. For what he does, that's not what the Lakers need. Yeah, the, now, what the Lakers, yeah. what the Lakers consider yeah. trading Dwight Howard for... A bunch of parts. Do you think they would do that? For who? Cherokee Parks? No, no. Let's say uh, Kyrie Irving and Anderson Barrage out for Dwight Howard. Who says no? Oh, the Cavs. (laughs) I think they saw that. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, So you think those two players are better, like, better than... Dwight Howard? Potential there. I mean, Kyrie Irving is only 20 years old, and he's already looking like a star. He already is a star. And uh, Brage, I'll leave the league in rebound. Oh, and those two guys get paid nothing. Right. Well, well, Brage only makes like nine, $9 million a year, but, you know, that's not nothing. But he's probably underpaid. He is, he's definitely the most productive power forward right now. So... So, but let's say that happens. You know, that's probably one of like another Lakers conjured up trade uh, scenario. But do you think that would be good for the team, or would it be what having Dwight Howard be better? You know, in this NBA, it looks like, especially with this coach. This coach has obviously no idea what to do with the, the best center in the league. So you have to just get small and try to win sixty games, and then lose in the second round playoffs for the next three years. So that's what we're looking at. <laughs> get them off and just get bumped out of playoffs too early. So you know, and this it looks like we're just gonna have to wait till Kobe retires and then uh, someone like Jabari Parker comes in and uh, saves his franchise. No wait, you didn't answer my question. I mean, saying, would you think Kyrie Irving and Anderson Verjat would be better than having Dwight Howard on this team this year? Oh, this year? Yeah. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. 
Did they finally have a point guard? No idea. Oh wait, oh wait, yeah, Steve no Nash. Let's what say they trade Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard to Steve Nash. They trade those and like D'Antoni or Byron Scott, Kyrie Irving, and then Ben Simmons. Would you do that trade? I just want to get D'Antoni out of town. Yeah. Tony is a disaster more than Mike Brown. Uh, at least Mike Brown oh, won games. Mike Brown won, uh, you know, if they prorated the season. Wouldn't he have won like 50 games last year? Uh, over more than that, yeah. So Mike yeah. Brown did start the season on a 0 uh, 12 streak. <laughs> so I don't know. I think Brady Hurts is the way to go. I think Brady wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't argue against coming back in these circumstances. The thing that's frustrating is, uh, you know, D'Antoni's, whatever, four and seven, whatever, but there's no signs of improvement. No, no. They, no. I mean, I'm not, D'Antoni wants to run. These guys won't run. They can't run. They're too old. Nash is old. He can run, but who's going to run with him? No Nobody. One. They you just have to play half the court and grind out wins. That's the only way they can win. Yeah. You just have to just pummel, pummel opponents into submission. And just play uh, just a, you know, a grind out basketball. You know, New York Knicks style. It's intimidate. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, 90, Phil, Jackson, Phil Jackson would have been perfect for that, you know. Oh, Phil Jackson loves it. Phil Jackson wouldn't yeah. mind just uh, grinding out. Win yeah, he's, win. A, he's a good coach. He'll he adapt to his team too. He, you, know, you got two big guys. What are they going to do? They're going to they're going to plug the paint. You know. Exactly. You know, that, Phil Jackson. He just won with all types of different personnel. Yeah. And you know, won with Shaq, and you know, as best player as a pivot man. You know, best player as a as a shooting guard. You know, you know that. And one thing about Phil Jackson, role players always succeed in his system. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Steve Kerr, Tony Kukoc. Yeah. Uh, once he thought he could, I don't know. Bush you could also. <laughs> you know, Jed Bushman. Uh, <laughs> uh, the most successful. Yeah, uh, you know, even even I mean, Bush Parker. <laughs> Bush Barker, uh, Luke Walton, yeah. Mark Madsen had a career game against KG. KG MVP yeah. season. <laughs> Mark Madsen? Yeah, Travis Knight. Everybody. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, Ron, Har- Ron Harper. I mean, the list goes on and on. We can, we can name people all day. But Yeah, he does really well with role players. And they're yeah, role sure. players succeed. I mean, Can Derek Fisher do what he did again? No. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. But, uh, I mean, he he, he uh, can make Robert Sackbury an all-star center, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he uh, make Rod a probably, probably, favorite. Probably not. He probably likes the energy, though. I think he'd keep him around. <laughs> oh, he, he had it with Ronnie Suryoff. He understands the importance of a really enthusiastic bench guy. You think Robert Zachary is uh, Kobe's best friend on the team? <laughs> uh, that's what Kobe. That's what Robert Zachary's hoping for. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> you take that Ronnie, okay. Ronnie, Ronnie Turioff spot of uh, Kobe's best friend, you know. Yeah, yeah Kobe hasn't had a best friend since Ronnie Turioff left. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, that might be the only guy. But <laughs> oh, Ronnie yeah. Turioff, I don't think he understood that half the things Kobe was saying, but he laughed at every joke. <laughs> yeah, that's what you did. <laughs> He laughed at everyone at Kobe's yeah, jokes. I think uh, you know. I think Robert Sackett could do that too. You have his best friend. Yeah. It'd be nice if we had a. Oh gosh, you know, D'Antoni. You know, only only so many different players can succeed in the system. Um, well, you did have a lot of players that succeed in the system, like Rajon Bell, Barbosa. Sean Marion. Sean Marion, Kurt Thomas, Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, did one, he did not, he did not in the playoffs against the Lakers. Kurt, Kurt Thomas. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just a, a four who doesn't like to play defense but likes to shoot threes. That's, that's what uh, that's what Tony likes. Yeah. It really is like his favorite. Um, Favorite way to use that position. That's why he doesn't like Jordan Hill or Kyle Gasol. And he loves yeah, Anton yeah. Davis. But even though he's like a, probably one of the worst defenders I've ever seen play power forward. Yeah. His, that gets, that gets heavy that, minutes. That gets heavy minutes, I should say. Yeah. He, yeah. he doesn't have the instincts nor the effort to play defense in the NBA. <laughs> No. Once, he just, once Dwight he needs just, his man. He never stays he never with his sees. man. He never he never helps the helper. He doesn't rebound. Uh, no, yeah, he, gets, he, gets, he gets pushed so easy in the post. I mean, people are already so deep in the post when they catch the ball. When he, when yeah, it's a, against them. It's, he's just a really bad defender. I've uh, yeah, never he, seen him uh, on deep myself side of the play after, after Dwight helps. <laughs> <laughs> what if Dwight helps somebody? If Dwight helps somebody and the guy doesn't turn the ball over or whatever, oh, that guy's gonna score off Jameson. Uh, uh, is that or like that? Yeah, Jameson won't get the rebound. Yeah, that was uh, that's, that's two points for the other team. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Dan Tony don't care because Jameson can shoot threes. You know? Yeah, it's that's a, really it's a bad situation. For Lakers, well, but, you know. well, uh, this is the root for is Kobe Bryant. Uh, I saw it on the, the record book, and hopefully, can get back. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it were Bill Jackson, I, I would think, you know, maybe he'll turn it around and figure a way out. But you know, Dan Tony, I don't think he, I don't think he really adjusts uh, his coaching mentality. Well, no, no, a giant disaster on the Knicks. Um, he didn't even want Carmelo Anthony. You're right. Well, he did incorporate Shaq into his offense. Shaq had really yeah. good numbers. That's true. They were like, yeah. They were Tim Duncan three-pointer away from doing well. The playoffs, yeah. probably. It was, uh, it was all right. Yeah, and, and Dwight Howard does well, get good numbers. 
Yeah, he's just not a game changer. You know, you never feel his uh, effect on the game. Well, because he's gone in the fourth quarter. You can't pass him the ball anymore. So, I can't believe I don't know why he's regressing his free throws. Um, it should be fairly easy with all the practice he does. <laughs> well, he I looked at that. Except for last year, he shot 58, 59% every single career. Right, uh, every yeah, single year of his been... career. Except for last year, he shot like 48, and this year he's like 46. So, yeah, it's, it's regressing. I don't know why. So he went from like a, he's gone down 10 percentage points for the last few years for whatever reason. Who knows? Who knows? And, uh, and disaster, disaster. And looks like that's that's how we have today. It looks like that's the time we have today. Hopefully, uh, Uh, we'll we'll end on that. I think a record of four and zero on a road trip. Um, if that happens, I'm buying a steak dinner. <laughs> oh, right. are you counting a Robert Sacre, uh energy plays? If they count Robert Sacre energy plays versus the other teams, I think they go four and zero. Yeah, I think I think there'll be more energy plays. Uh, uh, Sacre watch. You know, I, I think I just want to watch him after big plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be the only reason I want to watch a game this week. <laughs> yeah. See, see what else he's bringing to the table this week. Anything new or just the same old punches and karate chops? <laughs> yeah. He needs to come up with a new move. But <laughs> I like the energy, though. I like the energy. I like the energy so far. I Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter, we could suggest him, uh, suggest some new moves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like it. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks. And uh, we'll have you see you later. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. And uh, that's our show for today. And uh, catch you later next week. See ya. See ya.